Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are good at boom. Oh my god, what a year it's been! Hello and welcome to the inaugural edition of The Glitteries, the pop culture flashback slash award show where we talk about the most memorable and what the fuck moments of 2021. The categories for this year's awards are Best Single and Album of the Year, Best Eurovision Performance, Best Celebrity Beauty Brand, most memorable reality TV moment, general. Most memorable drag race moment. Most WTF reality TV moment. And most WTF drag race. So, let's dive straight into our categories, starting with best single of the year. The honorable mentions for this category include My Universe, BTS, X Coldplay, because let's be real, that is a cracking song and it is just huge and empowering and I really love it. A Second to Midnight, Kylie X Years and Years, because it's a, another massive song and I find them quite an enjoyable duo, much uh, to my surprise, seeing as I'm not usually a big Years and Years fan. And the final honourable mention for this category is The Future Starts Now by Kim Petrus because, again, following the empowerment theme, it is a very empowering, massive song. Clearly, I've been loving huge pop songs this year, and this is no exception. But on to our winner. It is probably, to some of you, no surprise, Kiss of Life, Jessie Ware and Kylie Minogue. Uh, This will probably come as no surprise to a lot of you because when there's a new Kylie song involved, I'm generally going to love it. And this was no exception. Massive campy song. Just just completely enjoyable for a camp alien like myself. So that is our single of the year. Speaking of music, let's go straight to album of the year. The honourable mentions for this category include Kylie Minogue's Disco Guest List Edition and the extended uh, mix of Disco, because two for one, you're welcome. And Disco as an album has kind of gotten me through this year, so it had to be on the list. Magic Still Exists by Agnes, because that is a big old camp disco-filled 
romp of just pure joy and it's delightful. I highly recommend you have a listen. Technically, this one's more than one album, but I'm, I'm going to allow it. It's my show, it's my rules. Uh, the re-records that Taylor Swift has done just as a whole, because I really think they elevate the albums uh, from their original state. So, yeah, highly recommend. But the winner, and it's only right, is the supergroup returning after 40 years, ABBA and Voyage. Now, this one's a little controversial because some of the songs I'm not too fond of, but overall I think it's a lovely package and I like how they mixed in some songs that were recorded back in the 70s and the new material that created. And it's just a joy to have ABBA back. I mean, come on, it's ABBA. Moving on from music, or sort of, it's time for the best Eurovision performance of the year. The honourable mentions for this category include Natalia Gordienko from Moldova with Sugar and the longest holding of a note for no particular reason I've seen in recent history at Eurovision. Seriously, someone's made a 10-hour edit of her being a fire alarm on YouTube. I'll put it in the show notes. Sunit from San Marino with the most bizarre late-minute inclusion of Flowrider. I, I, I'm still very confused, but I love the song. And finally, Dadi from Iceland with uh, 10 years because they had so much momentum coming into the 2020 contest that was cancelled and they did such a great job even though they were struck down with the virus at the last minute. Uh, and just a fabulous song. Highly recommend uh, Dadi's other music as well. I'll put some links in the show notes. And our winner is The Roop with Discotech. I mean, come on. The song's called Discotech. What did you expect of me? But also, I love this band so, so much. They are so just full of joy and obnoxious and delightful and wacky. I mean, their latest single is Oh My Godable. Literally, that's the name. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Bless them. So... Our winner for Best Eurovision Performance is The Roop with Discotech, and there will be a link in the show notes. Shifting gears for a minute, it's time to talk celebrity beauty brands. This one's going to get interesting. First, we're going to change... Look, it's a dishonourable mention for a minute because I don't know why this brand was created and I have many, many, many questions. We're starting with Rem Beauty by Ariana Grande. What the fuck? Seriously, what the fuck? It's space-agey, cheap-looking. It's like someone took Avon on a space voyage and here we are. No, put it in the bin. Bye-bye. On a brighter note, let's talk Nikki Tutorials and... Wait, wait, what's the brand called? Wait, wait, it'll come to me, wait. <laughs> Nimya, that's it, Nimya. Uh, okay, I have to question the name, Nikki. Girl, what you doing? But the products look really cool and I'm excited to try them, especially the moisturiser. I don't know why she needed the fan, but, you know, that's beauty for you. The last honourable mention is Under Armour by Machine Gun Kelly. 
This was a real surprise to me, but I think it underpinned the trend of men becoming more comfortable with nail polish, which I am fully on board with and love as a trend, so it had to be an honourable mention. But let's get straight on to our winner. Following the nail polish trend is Pleasing by Harry Styles. I am very, very excited by this brand and incredibly annoyed that for some reason it still won't ship to me, but very excited for the ethos of what this brand appears to be conveying. And I really want to try the nail polish because it's become a bit of a trend for me as painting my nails this year. It brought me a lot of joy. So go and check out the nail polish and see if you can order it because, um, yeah. Okie dokie, folks. Let's talk television. And my God, what a year 2021 was for reality television. It gave us housewife mayhem, just general celebrity mayhem. So many celebrity shows. Someone make it stop. And so many memorable moments. You could really just poke several sticks at them. <laughs> so let's start with most memorable moment, reality TV general. The honourable mentions for this category include Angelie's questionable quotes from Real Housewives of Melbourne. There is so much I could say, but I won't. I'm looking at you, nuttier than squirrel poo. Oh, and while we're at it, Gamble and Janet insane and Simone inane. I mean, at least she got the last part right. And our final memorable mention is Caitlyn Jenner hitting her head on a false ceiling. Ah, the joy of Big Brother VIP. Look, there are really so many moments from this series I could take because I loved every single second. It was a fabulous series and honestly could be a very long podcast in itself. But just for the pure hilarity of seeing such an A-grade celebrity doing something so just mundane and hilarious, it had to get an honourable mention. So, on to our winner. Mmm. It's another Big Brother VIP moment, and that's Danny the General Hayes being an early out. Oops. So much for unfinished business, Danny. I'm just going to say it. Most overhyped re-entry I've seen in a housemate for a long while. Uh-oh. No all-stars for you, mister. Moving swiftly on, let's talk about the most WTF moment of reality TV generally this year. Starting with, well, to be quite frank, The Amazing Race Australia still existing. Is anybody really watching that? I mean, that's just Channel 10 in general, but... You know, but but seriously, the first uh, honourable mention has to be making it, bombing it. I actually had somewhat reasonably respectable hopes for that show, but it just really, she was dead on arrival. I do not know what Channel 10 did. I mean, uh, as I said before, that's just Channel 10 just kind of flopping as a whole this year. I mean, let's look at Bachelorette, but we'll get to that in a second. Honourable mention number two is the most inclusive season of Bachelorette, ending in the same old boring fashion. Ah, yes. Reality TV gives us three steps of uh, innovation and inclusion and then just gets us right back where we were in the beginning with the same old boring, tropey ending. Mmm. 
early television. Good work, Bachelorette. Which leads us to our winner of the most WTF general reality TV moment of the year. Dancing with the Stars being revived again. Seriously, the reality TV shows with celebrities. Let's just stop. And seriously, is any re- anybody really enjoying Dancing with the Stars All-Stars? I watched maybe two weeks and then got my check and I was out. Uh, what? No. Boring. And someone l- let Daryl not have to come back onto set because that was excruciating to watch. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot potentially the most WTF moment of just television generally the entire year. <sighs> Kyla. Kyla just being an absolute nightmare and getting away with it on Real Housewives of Melbourne. Look, I have several names for that woman which will remain in the vault. But what an absolute nightmare. Now, to be fair with you, I know a lot that I can't say, and I won't, but what a nightmare. Um, a good friend got a bit of a cameo in the season, so hat tip, uh, ROHM exclusive. I might have edited uh, episode seven and eight of that podcast that features a certain housewife. <clears throat> but just th- that entire storyline that, that was on the show, I was like, what? What are we watching here? No! Sit down and shut up! Like, take your champagne and on your bike! I, I was I was gobsmacked. And look, there is a lot more I could say, but I won't. Um, a great season overall, though. Great season overall. But just so many WTF moments were given to us by Kyla and her cronies. Yes, looking at a certain somebody else. <coughs> Cherry. <coughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back on track. Sorry, sorry, back on track. Jeez, this has gone quick, hasn't it, folks? Just like 2021. Which brings us to the most WTF moments of Drag Race we've seen all year. And my God, so many questionable, questionable production decisions. What have they been smoking? Seriously. Honourable mention number one is Drag Race Italia in general because, quite frankly, it's been a shitstorm. From Enorma Jean having the biggest meltdown since Alaska and Laganja to Enorma Jean and Avangar being reprimanded in the most bizarre fashion I've ever seen. Yes, rather than disqualify you, your punishment is to lip sync and one of you will leave. What's the point of that? Pointless! Disqualify them! Speaking of bizarre decisions, Ginger Minge, a second all-star season? Really? Come on, sit down, Ginger. You were quite memorable, but there's enough drag queens to go around. You're not Manila. It's just, no, sit down. Thank you. (laughs) All kidding aside, she did incredibly well in the competition and was a joy to watch, but I'm just like, really? Repeating queens? A duo like Manila and Latrice I'll allow because they were given the short end of the stick with the original all-stars anyway. But Ginger? Mmm, not so sure. Okay, I'm going a little off script here for two seconds, but I'm just going to include the speed of which we are getting seasons. I'm getting whiplash. Can we slow it down? 
because at this point I'm like, what is this? Just a just a ongoing factory of drag race season? So there's our third honourable mention. But uh, let's get on to our winner. Ah, yes. The incredibly cursed season of uh, Drag Race Down Under. But in particular, the elimination and subsequent immediate return of Art Simone. Why? Why, 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 why? It makes no sense. Eliminator in episode two just to bring up. What's the point? The season wasn't even that long anyway. Utter, utter madness. We all could see she was go, doing incredibly well. Then you just crush her like a car in a metal crushing machine thing. And then bring her straight back like, what? Utter nonsense. Just like the majority of that season. But moving on to brighter things, let's talk about some memorable moments from Drag Race this year. Starting with the historic win of Kylie Sonic Love in All Stars 6. I was very, very happy to see Kylie win. It was well deserved. She was a great competitor, and it goes a long way to inclusion in that Drag Race Hall of Fame. I'm very, very happy for her. And she killed it all season, so it was well deserved. An honourable mention to the entire second season of Drag Race Canada. There have been so many good moments and the judging this season has been far more consistent, which I appreciate. Also, hat tip to uh, Brad for joining the Drag Race panel. It's been a really entertaining judge. Just the right amount of everything I personally would want in a Drag Race judge. But our winner, and this might be a bit weird, but hear me out here, okay? Is the entire season of Drag Race España. Because, gosh dang it, that is probably the best season of Drag Race I have seen all year. Pure chaos, but not in a Drag Race Down Under kind of way. Um... There were fights, not in a Drag Race Italia kind of way. Um, and just incredibly memorable characters like the winner, spoiler alert, Carmen Ferrella, and and just so many others. If you haven't seen Drag Race this morning, turn on your subtitles and go give it a watch because it is just great television. So many memorable queens. The judges were great and some very attractive. Um, just highly recommend it. Feel good television. And also, uh, I think that just goes for a lot of the international seasons this year. Controversial opinion. I think the international spin-offs, aside from Down Under, have been better than the main franchise. But uh... So that, my love, has been the inaugural edition of The Glitteries. Looking back at the somewhat questionable mm, uh, year that 2021 was in pop culture. Now look, there is so much I could have covered, so I would love to know your hits and misses of pop culture for 2021 in the comments on our Instagram. Come over, let's have a bit of a chat. Um, you can also join the conversation using the hashtag theglitteries2021. I really hope you've enjoyed this little wander down pop culture memory lane and maybe had a good cackle at some of the winners and honourable mentions. 
thank you for joining me this year for the various rides we've been on. Your support uh, means the absolute world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I can't wait for you to see some things that are bubbling away for 2022. It's going to be a big old year. It's going to be a big old year. And I'm excited. Um, But much love to you all. Have a happy and safe holiday season, whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate. Um, Wherever you may be, stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you in 2022. Immersive audio experiences to boost your shine. We are Glutical. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.